Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. And uh, today I have a special guest. Uh, Brandon is going to share a lot of amazing ideas about crypto. Should I say that? I don't know if you have any special name for that. <laughs> Cryptocurrencies, <laughs> investment, or where to start and all that stuff. But I would like to first probably mentioned that we met a few weeks ago that means I don't know we a long time but pretty good energy in the room and uh, we share a few things and and I think what I love that we have uh, same values we are pretty aligned uh, same beliefs and it will be good to share a lot of things around of course your expertise and all how you see the world and and probably share with some in, some insights you know from your environment with people and help them to understand how they can probably help themselves how they can have better future and yeah, uh, where to look at. But first question, why Orange Brick Road? Um, I struggled with the name for ages and <laughs> uh, I really, really did. And then one day it popped in my head because um, there was, uh, um, there's books being written on it, but also PhDs that have been written on um, the symbolism in the Yellow Brick Road, The Wizard of Oz. Oh, nice. Where, um, the Wizard of Oz is actually the, the man behind the curtain is the people that are in central banking. And then the Yellow Brick Road is obviously gold. She had silver slippers, you know, this sort of stuff. Yeah. And the, the straw man was England. The uh, Iron Man, <clears throat> excuse me, was America. Um, hang on. Uh, yeah, sorry, the lion was England. The straw man was, um, was Europe. And the Iron Man is um, America. And there's yeah a PhD's been written on it, yeah. but then then there's a bit called uh, sorry a book called the Bitcoin Standard, which is uh you know it's been out for years and years and years and they're talking about how <clears throat> um, uh, using Bitcoin as the new standard, you know yeah. just like like just like gold like the gold standard. Well now we have the Bitcoin standard, so yeah, yeah follow the orange road. And it, <laughs> when, it, <laughs> when when it came to me, I just went oh that's such a cool name. Oh, pl please don't have anyone have it registered because whatever. So we went online and we just bought everything. Just <laughs> yeah, no, it's really yeah, it sounds cool. It's a really cool name. I think it's and it's a really good idea behind. I like that. And yeah. yeah, can you can you share something about you? Like, what is your background? Because I believe you haven't been forever in Bitcoin or in yes. cryptocurrency. <laughs> something you know, like something probably leaded you or led you to to this journey. And yeah, if you can share who you are and tell us something about you. Um, well, originally I was a musician and I worked, <laughs> worked in, close. A, <laughs> I worked in a, the music industry for, for many, many years, teaching, teaching, lecturing, um, working in studios, working with other bands, that sort of stuff. Um, then eventually I got disillusioned with the music industry and, um, wanted something completely changed, something new. Cause I, I've been doing it since ever I've been playing music, um, since I was a kid. You know, and then yeah. soon, soon as I was 17, 18, straight in the music industry and just had all that for my life. So I wanted to change my career, get away from the whole scene, get away from the people. Um, so I got into construction <laughs> of all things and uh, mm. worked in construction for about seven or eight years. Um, then what happened is I hurt myself on the job. Oh, okay. And um, <clears throat> I'd always wanted to look into Bitcoin and and cryptocurrencies and all that sort of stuff because I like the philosophy behind it because um, I'm a libertarian. 
well, libertarian slash anarchist. So um, anything that was getting away from centralized finance and the control of the Federal Reserve and money printing with and the banking system, governments, all that sort of stuff, it really appealed to me, you know, coming through with Murray Rothbard, Ludwig von Mises, you know, Hans Hermann Hopper, these um, Austrian economics, you know, Milton Friedman, even to a point, Thomas yeah. Sowell, Thomas Sowell, reading a lot of that. So I was diving into that. And then, um, then I learned about Bitcoin, and they just seemed to correlate, you know, they, they really seemed to make sense. So I got into it because of that philosophy. And then, um, like most people, I just went down the rabbit hole and just did like eight, 12 hours a day. Like, that's all I did. <laughs> um, I was probably very annoying at parties and, and, um, and uh, barbecues. Talking and about the same thing. That's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and, um, you know, some people are open to it, but after you've just, you, you're trying to have the conversation with people and, and wake them up to it, you're like, oh, you've got you to do this, you've got to do this, you get really passionate about it. It can get quite annoying to people. So then I sort of delved off and went into um, crypto forums and um, doing meetups, that sort of stuff, and just yeah. really getting to know the people in the industry. Um, so over the years, yeah, I've pretty much got to know a lot of people and spend a lot of time with them, you know. So yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much the long and the short of it. Yeah, thank you for that. I think it's interesting when you said that you want to go away from people, but you ended up uh, basically just creating different uh, environment and and you find new people. That was yeah, it's interesting. And uh, yeah, that, when you're talking about rabbit hole, that means that that was the time when you actually start to play around with, you know, with the trading uh, with the cryptocurrencies, and that that's what you were talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much but, so. Let, let's I, tell us a little bit about that because because i know it's a uh, that's something probably I, I feel like because i'm coming from that perspective that i thought you know when you want to get into crypto you need to kind of trade be trading and you need to know a lot and you need to basically learn so much that uh, i need to take it as a second job basically yep. and uh, that's why i was i was a little bit like okay not yet you know not yet because <laughs> i need to know more but maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that. Like maybe don't go to that rabbit hole, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, that's very much like an experience that you're talking about is that when I first started, I, I first started day trading and I day traded for about a year and a half, two years and sitting in front of six screens, eating in front of the screen. Crazy, yeah. You know, and I put on so much weight, I aged, you know, and I got wrecked, you know, like I lost money. Uh, there's some crazy statistics, like 96% of all traders lose all of their money within the first 12 months. Yeah, I remember when you say that, that's really alarming number. And I think that number saying, guys, stop and pause yep. and really think what you're going to do with your Bitcoin, because... That's that's really alarming. I think it's a really high number. Well, what, it's it's very much pushed online with people um, to oh, teach you how to sit at home two hours a day, make two thousand dollars a week. You know, oh, sign up to my course. Yeah. Uh, use my link. <laughs> I know that's a lot of my, them. Yep. <laughs> you know, and and basically they make money out of people getting wrecked. You know, because that's yeah. it's, that's statistic, mind you, the ninety six percent. I can't remember if it's ninety six, ninety eight, or ninety two, but it's extremely high. Yes. That yeah. statistic says they lose all of their money. So if it was ninety six percent, that means four percent. It doesn't necessarily mean that four percent made money, because two percent of that four percent could have just lost half of their money. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Before they um, went, I've had yeah. enough. You know? And then the other 2%, half of that, like the 1%, might have just broken even. You, you know that's crazy. I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely scary. And and it 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 churns people in and turns people out, you know, and it yeah. ruins lives, it ruins marriages. I've had guys, I mean, I get phone calls all the time where people are, are like, hey, listen, um, I've heard that you can make a lot of money day trading. Can you teach me how to day trade? I would say that three quarters of the people that contact me, that is exactly what comes out of their mouth. And I'm like, yeah. absolutely not. You know? <laughs> I like um, that, yeah. But I will, if they insist, I'll say, okay, this is, these, are the, these, these are the conditions. If you are going to learn to day trade, you get on a test net. A test net is where um, exchanges, they have to do it by law or just because of morality, whatever. They give you like $10,000 worth of free play money, right? Okay, yeah. To, to test it out. Um, go on that. You have to be on it for a minimum of 12 months. All right. So you're using pretend money because there's a major procedure in it. Like it's not just click on where you go. It's like where you put your order in, where your stop loss is, where you take profits is, learning support and resistance, how to read charts, how to read Fibonacci's. And the procedure is with day trading. This is a really good lesson for people that are thinking about day trading. This is the procedure. You look at the charts, you go for the weekly, the daily, go into the four hour, go into the hour, go into the half an hour, the 30 minute one. You're, you're look at what you're doing, where you're going to put the, the, the order in, the stop loss and the take profit, how to know how to do that and where to put it. Then what you do is you take us when you put on the trade, you take a screenshot and you write up the reasons why you did that trade. Once that trade has completed, whether you got wigged out, you know, lost money or whether you made money, um, you then take another screenshot and you write up what you did right, what you did wrong, what you're going to do next time. And yeah. you, might, you might put six or eight of them on in a day. At the end of the day, you then review all of your charts and what you're doing, okay, and then you write up, okay, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. You wake up the next day, you read everything that you've done, and you try to implement that plan. It's not a matter of just sitting on a computer pressing a big green button. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's what you just said. It just, uh, what popped up in my mind was uh, basically it's same like any other business. You need to have patience. You need to really learn. And you need to re be really smart and approach it from that patient's perspective, like to really bring that all, like, this is new, I'm learning, I need to be careful, I need to have a look, what can I do, and really evaluate what you do. And when you do it that way, is that maybe the, the reason why that many people actually are not good or losing money in trading, because they actually don't take the time to really properly learn and test and measure and evaluate themselves? Is that maybe the reason? 100% because people will say, yeah, no worries, I'll do that for 12 months, da, 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 and then yeah. you spend like a month with them every single week, teach them how to do things and how to formulate and all that sort of stuff, and then you don't hear from them a month or two. And yeah. then they'll, they'll contact you again and go, you know what, Brandon, uh, yeah, you're right, I got wrecked. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're on test net. And they go, no, I was doing all right for like two months and whatever, whatever. so I decided to put my money in. Oh, right? And I'm yeah. like, that wasn't the plan because they get impatient. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And then they get wrecked. But what also it does is a lot of people don't know, because it was the same when I was doing my degrees in music and, and, and watching people at universities and that sort of stuff where they're doing a degree, not knowing what the lifestyle is of that degree. Right? and what the actual job involves because yes. if you're doing like mathematics or science or whatever yep. whatever and then you go okay well this is going to be the job for the rest of your life and i think that universities before people sign up for a degree should spend a month in that actual job 
you know what I mean, to see what they do on a daily basis. You like you want to be, be a scientist and want to work in a lab. Uh, how do you know you've never worked in a lab? And a lot of people that, yeah. that do do these degrees, that's why uh, people with degrees normally drop out within two to three years after their degree because they go into the industry and they go, I can't do this for the rest of my life every single day. It doesn't give me enjoyment, right? Well, the same thing applies to trading yeah. because if you can't sit in a screen and in front of six screens every single day and, and do all that and, and have the patience and the calmness and not grab the screen and throw it against the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> just get your keyboard and just throw it. You know what I mean? Smash it. Because it takes a certain type of person. Yeah. You know what I mean? With a certain type of personality sets. And you don't know if you're... Because if you're day trading and, and you are doing that sort of thing, you have to enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a, it's a uh, major learning curve. So I step people away from that as much as possible. If they insist <laughs> on it, I go, yeah, I want to help you out in the best way I can. Um, I get people to <clears throat> pretty much, I, generally as a rule, I say to people, for the first three to six months, you're not even going to have your feet on the ground. There is a lot to learn. There's a lot to go through. Um, and yeah, there, there's a lot out there. And there's a lot of little shiny things as well. Um, where new projects yes. are coming, new projects yep. are coming up. You know, a YouTuber like got to buy this, got to buy that. You know, some influencer, da da da. So you you're constantly sort of swerving and, and you're trying to make that that sort of quick money. Whereas normally what I do with, with people is I set them up on the exchange. It's very very simple. We KYC know your customer. It's a government requirement. Uh, connect your bank account. Then we set up their private wallets so they have their own keys and I explain the technology behind that because if you've got crypto that's on an exchange, it's not actually your crypto. It's not until you transfer it to your personal wallet that you own it and have possession of it. So explain all that process. Then what we do is I normally put them up on a set and forget, which is every Thursday, um, they'll buy $100 of that, $100 of that, $100 of this, $100 of that, $100 of this, right? So when the when the chart's doing this and going up and down and all over, they're bought here, 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 but they've averaged there. Yeah. Right? So whatever their disposable income is, it might be $50 a week, it might be $500 a week. And I go, okay, let's set you up on that so you're accumulating, you know, as much as you can while you're going through the learning process, you know? So instead of just following like uh, pretty little things and click on that, then after this is kind of the, the basic structure because it is very fluid. It depends yeah. on their, their learning preference, their, their time horizon, how much time they've got to dedicate to it, their lifestyle. You, yeah. know, you, you get a lot of guys that do two and one, for example, uh, out on mines or all rigs do a month on month off. When they come back, they'll just go hard into it. Then you get, uh, say, housewives, for example, they they generally go a lot hard into it as well. So they've got more time to absorb it. Uh, generally, how the, the the tax system works is if you buy or sell something within the first 12 months, you pay 38% capital gains, right? Okay. Which is a lot. So, yeah. That's but then after, after two years, I think, it, don't quote me on this, but I think after two years, it goes to 28%. Three years, it goes to 22%. Four years, it goes to 18% and stays flat. Righty. So what I kind of say is like, as we're setting up this set and forget and you're accumulating over the first six, 12 months while you're building a portfolio and understanding what, what's going on, um, then after a year after that, say a year and a half, two years, round figures, just say you put $1,000 in the Cardano, 
and now it's worth two and a half grand. We'll take $500 of that and we'll put it into a lower cap coin to diversify their portfolio. So you're actually using their profits to diversify, but you've got your core structure that you build from for the first 12 months to two years, you know? Okay. Yeah. If they've got after, for example, that they put out $100 a week, $1,000 a week, $1,000 a month, whatever, whatever. If, for example, they sell their boat and all of a sudden they've got $6,500 or whatever, then we can look at other projects and, and accumulating more, um, you know what I mean? Or, or they sell their couch or they get a bonus, whatever. Yeah, got, yeah. extra got money, extra, extra cash. Yeah, That's right. And that's outside of the original building the portfolio. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I will. Yeah. I will probably ask you a few questions uh, when when people coming from that perspective that they, they never or they don't know anything about crypto and they don't know what uh, portfolio does that mean. You know, like what what is portfolio? Uh, I guess there will be some different currencies. Uh, and uh, I would like to probably ask: Is there any currency that is most reliable or stable, or is there uh, any kind of rules how you build a portfolio? I know probably there's your know-how, but anything that you can share with us, that would be great. Um, hmm. Yeah, you, you, I, I generally like to go into the top 10, 15, 20 market cap, you know, because one, as a rule, they've been around a lot longer and they're more well-established and they are still volatile, but not as volatile as the okay. lower cap ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you can put $100 into something with cryptocurrency and in two weeks, it'll be worth $2,000. That does happen, right? You can put 10 grand into something and within six months, it's now $90,000. That does happen. Right. Yeah, and also opposite can happen. Yeah, like That's you put right. something uh, like six thousand dollars, and in a few months is thousand dollars. Yep. But I know you have like like that's why you keep them. Like that's why you don't panic and you don't sell them. Yeah, that's what you mentioned. I remember uh, last time. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Because um, yeah, because crypto because of the liquidity. Liquidity basically means the amount of money that's involved. Like Bitcoin has a high cap and a high liquidity. You've got countries that buy it. You've got institutions that buy it. Um, but the lower cap ones, that's why they can pull back so hard, but it's also why they can go up so quick, right? Because if you imagine that you put round figures again, $1,000 into something, and within four weeks, it's now worth 6500 you are going to want to take profit. And so is everyone else, you know what I mean? Because they're like, because they can't handle the gains. They're just like, oh, this is incredible. I'm going to take two grand off, three grand off, something like that. But when, um, I can't remember who, who it is. It's not Warren Buffett, but there was, it might be Warren Buffett. Yeah, actually, I think it might be. Um, <clears throat> He's saying the best time is to buy when blood is in the street. You, you know? <laughs> great saying, right. yes, exactly. Yeah, because everyone's it's, freaking out. And it's out. now. It's That's now. That's right. Yeah. It, it, we've currently just gone through a major pullback. Traditionally, um, Bitcoin and Ethereum have dropped a 80, 85%, and it will do that every four years, right? Wow. I don't think it's, it's now down, I think, 47% from its all time high at the moment. Don't quote me on this. Um, but I don't think it's going to be doing them 80, 85% pullbacks now because the amount of liquidity. So for example, liquidity would basically shorten along of it is if you had a BHP stock or Tesla stock 
and someone, an individual or an institution decided to sell $30 million of that stock, it'd barely move it. It might drop at one or 2%. You drop 20 or $30 million in a lower cap cryptocurrency coin, it'll drop at 30 or 40% in, in one candle. Okay. Do you know That's what I mean? Be yeah. Because there's less liquidity there. You yeah. know? But crypto is becoming more stable because, um, because of the amount of investors that are now involved um, and institutional investors and countries, you know, that sort of thing as well. But I also think um, just a sign of the times or whatever, um, I think a lot of attention has come to cryptocurrency because of these lockdowns. Yeah. <clears throat> People have got more time. They're locked in their home. They're on the internet. They see an ad or whatever. Oh, I've always wanted to look into Bitcoin. Yeah, so they have so, time. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of mum and dads and, and, and people coming through now, especially the younger generation, you know? Yeah. Which is good. That means before I will ask, like, what do you think, you know, what is what is going to happen with the market? I will probably just ask, because I know you had a great stories. I know you helping clients a lot to, you know, set up and start probably that, journey or of investment and i know it's for some people you know they can't even imagine they can invest money but i always said when you have already hundred dollars a week uh, to to put away you can actually invest and you can actually be successful uh, with investing and i think that's probably something that i like like when you mentioned i think the lady that you help it was just such a great story maybe if you can like share something like people actually coming from no money really just just you know little left over they can invest and and how they can succeed and yeah if you have any success story that will be great uh yeah lots probably uh probably one that comes to mind um i won't mention their names but um, yeah yeah sure um lady single mom um uh comes from part of africa We'll leave it at that. Um, she hurt herself at work and um, had some time off and she wanted to understand how it all works and that sort of stuff. She calls me up, we get involved. And a lot of the time when I, because you spend a lot of time with the students, might only be an hour, two hours a week, but you do that over a month or two, you get to know them quite personally. Yeah. Because you, you're talking about a very personal subject, which is finance and being yes. independent and growth. Absolutely. So yeah. it sort of encourages that sort of connection. So I become very good friends with all my clients, basically, uh, which can be a good and a bad thing, you know, but so far it's been good. Anyways, um, we did two or three months together and then I didn't hear from her for six, seven months or some of that. And she rings me up and she's crying. Right? And I'm like, hey, man, what's what's going on? You're right. And she can't talk, you know. I'm like, <laughs> just calm down, calm down. Because I thought something's gone wrong. She's had a car accident, like something's yeah. happened. You know, I'm freaking out. I'm just like, calm down, please don't. She goes, Brandon, I've been doing what you told me and accumulating and all that. And and um, and then I just didn't look at my portfolio for a month or so because I was going through a lot of personal stuff and, you know, didn't really have time or whatever. Yeah. And I've looked at it now. And for the love of God, I need to ring her up and ask her how much she said, but I cannot remember how much she said. I think it was something like $28,500. Right? Yeah. Like that. And she goes, my portfolio is worth $28,500. I'm like, yeah, that's about right, mate. And she goes, so that's all mine. And I'm like, yes, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, that's all yours. That's all yours. She goes, I've never had $285 in my account before. That's this, so is, awesome. this has changed my life. This is my daughter because she's a single mom. Yeah. This has changed her life. This has given us some hope, you know, like, 
And I just went, and she goes, I can't thank you enough. Oh, I just can't thank you. And I'm like, no, sweetie, all good. That's what it's for, right? Yeah. You know? Um, and that's when, because I was doing this and helping out friends and it's kind of grown into this business where we now got a lot of people that are a part of this just because my time and different areas of, of cryptocurrency and that sort of stuff, <clears throat> that was one of the incidents, um, one of the incidents where I just went, wow, I should make a career out of this, you know, because there's not a better job now. This might sound corny, but uh, that's the honest truth. And I've had um, experiences where, guys um work away and have done for many many years you know and they barely spend any time for their family when they do come back they're tired you know they don't have that quality time but yeah. after two two and a half years of us being together they can now quit their job that's absolutely amazing i think no. that's that's the like it doesn't I, I don't think it's corny i think i always say say the same thing when i said honestly the best job is to help people and it's really true and I don't think people people understand some people I'm not saying everyone but but it's really when you start to focus on people because we can make money anywhere you know you can go to get a job you can have different company but to help people and actually even being paid you know it's I think that's most rewarding job or career you can imagine because you're putting yourself in, you know, into relationships and it's actually very personal. And, and I like that. I think coaching is very similar. Like I have really great relationship with my clients and I, I don't know. I can't even imagine, you know, like I, I can't imagine. I don't like people. I don't like my clients. Like I can't imagine that. Like, yeah, sure. you, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it feels like family and it's growing, but I, I feel like, yes, still can be big family, whatever, you know, I can accommodate a lot of people and help more people. We just need yeah. to find a way, probably you are the same. Like we just need to find a way how to leverage and help more people. That's all what we need to do. Yeah, share the love, you know, because yeah. um, <laughs> there's no better thing than empowering someone and um, changing the way they view, um, like I always stress out on, on uh, stress time horizon. Um, I like, don't get me wrong, I, I, I like the oil and gas people, the mining guys, the real estate guys, the not traditional stock trading guys, the finance guys that I've accumulated over the years, you know. Um, but I also like um, the single mum and the person that stacks food on coal shells or the Uber driver or the, the carpenter or, you know, like the, I like them. But I also like very much so the younger generation because they're very much conditioned to have an instant response syndrome, you know. And when, yeah. you, when you start explaining to them that, you know, listen, you spend $100 a week going to the pub, um, that $100 in three years' time could be five or $600. So are you spending $100 or five or $600? So instead of them just thinking about the next paycheck and what they do, they, they, their, their time, their time horizon now changes where they're looking towards the future. Now, when you get them in that time of mind and you incentivize it through um, financial, um, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff, they then start to change their eating habits, <clears throat> right? And they also start to change their relationships with people, right? It reverberates. Long term. Long -term. That's right. Because yeah. they're so used to the short-term reward that when you open them up to finance and they go, oh, shit, in, in three years' time, I want to have $20,000. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay, what do I need to do to do that? And they, they then start saving. And instead of 
buying pizza, they make a sandwich, you know what I mean? And, and it changes the way that they look at things and it affects everything else that they then do. They start reading some self-help books. They start going to the gym, you know what I mean? They, <laughs> that's they, interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you get to see it. And that's why I like working with the younger generation because they're so influx with, with instant um, gratification through, you know, YouTube, through Netflix, yep, to, to Uber Eats, you know yep. what I mean? Dopamine hits. Yep. You know, and it's, it's interesting when you're saying that, because I actually had uh, last few days, a lot of metaphors regarding the, the running, because I, I think I mentioned, I signed up for this ultramarathon. Oh, and, that's right. Yes. And yeah, and at this first Saturday, I ran four hours, like four hours I had to run. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's funny how like it's it's just really your mind but it's it just showed me i don't know why but you know while you're running it's so boring <laughs> that means you're running running and you start to think about stuff like you know you, you I, I wrote the book on the way <laughs> yep. and yep. and it was um, the great metaphor when you said with the with your work have you actually help people to change that perception and they can see there is actually long-term goal long-term perspective and working towards something longer time and you can have actually better and bigger results i realized that with, with running the same thing because i wouldn't be going for four hours run ever if you will tell me just hey, let's go have a fun let's go for a run for four hours no yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> no no thank you but it was like long term may you know the goal is 80 kilometers yeah. That means you need to actually work like piece after piece after piece. And you, you don't have really reward. Like, of course, dopamine is going high. I have reward because I'm working towards four hours, but I still have ahead, you know, these 10 hours, 12 hours. I don't know how many hours I will have to run, you know, to hit the goal. And I think that's the great thing when like, like your perceptions changed. And it's, that's why I think they're all these athletes are really good in business because they have those goals they need to work towards, you know, and, and being better every week. But, but could you imagine that the, the, the how your mind has changed? Like there's there's so much in what you just said. Then how much your mind has changed? Where now that you've run this four-hour marathon, <laughs> when when it comes now to um, cleaning up the backyard, it doesn't seem all that challenging. Yes, you know what I mean? Because you've got something <laughs> to compare it with. <laughs> <You know? That's> <laughs> everything else is piles into you know um whatever but but but, but you you didn't start off you didn't start off by running four hours yes. you know what i mean you might yeah. have started off with five or ten minutes right yeah. but what, what you need to do is the same with music the same with learning anything is um is you get serotonin right from achieving now a lot of people will go all right i'm gonna lose weight i'm gonna run a marathon I'm going to study crypto. I'm going to become a millionaire. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. <clears throat> they wake up the next day and they go, all right, I'm going to spend eight, eight to 10 hours doing this. Right? They might do that for a day or two and then they just burn out. Yeah, because they don't know what to do. That's right, because yeah. it's just too much. Yeah, You're better off saying, I'm going to spend 20 minutes on this. You know what I mean? So it becomes a 20-minute habit every single day. Yeah. And once you've done your 20 minutes, you've done for three days, you get a serotonin kick where you go, I've achieved something. You know what I mean? I've, I've overcome this obstacle. So I'm now going to do 30 minutes, you know? And you build up small because, you, yes. like, like you said, you, you couldn't have run four hours. You had to yep. start off with 15 minutes, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then build yourself up. But you don't do a 15-minute run and then leave it, leave it for a week and a half. You know, you've got to do it every day or every second day and to think, build up on it. And that's the strength. That's that's such a that's great what you said because it's uh, exactly to have that consistency. I guess when you are super tired, 
and you yep. still know you need to train, you need to keep going. And even though you don't see straight away the result that I will have, let's say in May, when I will run it, but it's just, just to do it, you know, yep. overcome that. Like, oh, I don't want to do it. This is boring. I'm not achieving anything. I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, this is, I don't want to do it. I can just give up today. I will do it tomorrow. It just doesn't work that way. And I think same with crypto, you know, same with learning something new, same with business. It's just so similar. Yeah, it's one of the worst sentences you can ever say to yourself is, um, I was going <laughs> to swear then, um, I'm doing actually really, really good. It's been like so long and I haven't used one swear word. Um, it's, you, can, you can do one. I, I will. One. <laughs> I'll just get it out now then. <laughs> Uh, now I forgot what I was talking about. You said the um, worst sentence you can you can say. Oh right, yeah, it's it's, it's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you I know. know. It's just crazy. It, that's so it, dangerous. That that's a reward system in itself because yeah. you've let yourself off the hook and you go, yeah. oh cool, and now you can relax and you yeah like, cool. comfort yeah. Right? <laughs> and the more you do that, the more of a reward you're going to get from it by postponing something. You know, and it's becoming habit, and that habit, habit is harder and harder and harder to change. Yeah, yep. because you've got to make a habit. Like it's um, it's the same with uh, learning anything. I mean, I have boomers, I have middle-aged people, um, people my age, <laughs> right? Um, what is that? Is, is that uh, like a young? Yeah, eighteen, twenty. Oh yeah, 25. yeah, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Just starting, yeah, uh, just starting. <laughs> That's uh, the hangovers last so long now. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's after forties. <laughs> absolutely punishment. It's a killer. <laughs> um. Oh, once again, we got distracted. What was I talking about? Yeah, I know. I'm always distracting people. But <laughs> I like to go a little bit away from the topic. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because because um, geez, I just had it. Oh, people will um, they want to dive into something and they want to learn everything. At, at all at once, righty? Um, and then you, people my age or middle age or whatever, they go uh, after a month or two of them just going hard because they say to them, listen, just spend half an hour to an hour in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Take a couple of hour break, do another bit, you know, da, 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 just ease yourself into it. Um, because if you just sit down and have <laughs> plenty of people do it, pretty much most people do it, they go into this thing and then they just, after a month or two, their head is just everywhere because there's so much <laughs> to learn and you like, you need to slow it down so you've got time to absorb it. And they're like, yeah, but there's so much to learn. And I'm like, okay, cool. Answer me this. You're 42, 35 or whatever. When was the last time you studied and learned anything? It was probably in high school or in university where they yeah. actually had the study you know what i mean and we're talking 15 20 years or 10 years or whatever where they haven't actually had to learn to have the discipline of learning something every single day and dedicating themselves so of course it's going to be hard because you don't have the habit the yeah. first thing you've got to establish is the habit and make it a healthy one where you do an hour you take an hour off you know, and it's very, very hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Oh. I will be sitting there getting into something and go off and here and go off and there. And all of a sudden I've looked at it's two and a half hours. Yeah. So I've, I've got a little alarm clock. It's actually not here at the moment. Yeah, okay. I do that as well. I'm just timing myself because I know I can get easily goes, distracted. Yeah. It goes off every 45 minutes. That's great. Yeah. I stand up, you know, and walk around and, and do what I got to do or whatever. And I have set hours like in between one and three, I'll listen to a podcast and just chill out. Yeah. You know, so then between three and five, I actually have, have learned by doing that and taking the breaks, my productivity has increased so much. 
you know, because you are resting the mind and you are stepping away yeah. from something, but you got to once again have that ha as a habit so it doesn't feel unusual. Yeah. You know? you know, when you don't have a habit is when it's uncomfortable. You know, hab habits are your comfort and you just got to make them healthy. You know, and yeah. learning, learning cryptocurrency and learning how the financial world actually works is, is a big red pill, you know, and there's a lot to absorb. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, learn how the Federal Reserve works, mate, and how it was yeah. formed, you know, the, the, the book, um, the, the Monsters of uh, Jekyll Island. Read that book. It'll blow your mind. I will, definitely. Yeah, if you have any recommendation, I, I love that. Yeah. I love books, and especially when it's something a little bit new from different perspective. Yeah. Because, you know, like now you are bombarded by the same news everywhere the last two years. And it's nothing new, and it's not different perception, different angle. There well, is there's no different opinion. But isn't it amazing that um, you watch the mainstream garbage, when Channel 9, Channel 10, Channel ABC, yeah. name it, you know, tick a box. Not only are you getting the same news, you're also getting the same wording. Yeah, it's just you like know? one script used, right. used for everyone. Yeah. It's copy and paste. It's copy and yeah. paste. And it, it kind of blows me away. And this is why I like the crypto community is because I, I have a certain level of curiosity, right? If someone says something really bizarre to me, like a perspective I've never heard of, I don't go, well, depending I don't, I don't go oh you're an idiot i go explain that to me yeah tell why me more do, why do you yeah. think that you know i want to know you know and i think people the, the crypto people and all that sort of have that as a natural thing where they're like oh, i've heard about this bitcoin what is it i'm interested whereas other people would be like their friends would go oh the bitcoin is just a bubble mate it's all going at zero it's all shit and they go they'll just take and but i would ask them people i'm like cool so how much time have you spent looking into bitcoin oh, yeah. i haven't i haven't at all well, they just create opinion yeah that's right why would you listen to someone and take advice from someone that knows absolutely nothing about the subject i would prefer to talk to someone who knows about something and then formulate my own opinion from there by listening yeah. to what they have to say you know yeah and, and society's become very in in Unincurious, if that's not that's definitely not a word but you know <laughs> so, sounds good anyway we can use it, <laughs> it does <laughs> But, but that's the thing a lot of people they're not resourceful i think that's the majority of people you know when you need to do your research you need to find things you need to compare you need to study uh, and read the study cases and you need to start to understand through your eyes and you know like we all are basically smart we can do it but i think again it's laziness and comfort i will rather watch the news they're going every day you know same time and they tell me something and I, same thing i don't need to think about mm. and i guess that's where I see, I think the, the world will move a little bit more because we need to stop, stop to be actually lazy and we need to yeah. start to think because when we are not going to think, humanity is going to be gone because that's just not how we should be, you know, it's uh, not natural. How, how, can, how can you, someone just have so much vitriol or, or, or so certain in their opinions when they're repeating someone else's opinion? Oh, that's majority you know of people. I mean? it's, it's sad. Yeah, no, exactly. It really is because yeah. that's not, that's actually not your opinion. Yeah, you know? you're repeating someone else's opinion. Exactly. You haven't had spent time to formulate your own. Because you need to you exactly because you need to research it. You need to create it. You need to understand the topic yeah. first, and after that, you can actually say it in your words or create an opinion. But look, it's a the 
in general, when I'm starting crypto, let's say like, I'm like, oh, I met you right now, you know, hey, Brendan, like, what should I do? Like, where should, st- where should I start? I know nothing, yeah. but I know one thing I want to invest and I want to start the process and I don't want to trade, but I, I just want to start a process, you know, for my future. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely do not trade. Um, there are ways of making passive incomes, which is great. Um, but I think the first thing that you need to do is have someone or you can do it yourself or have myself or one of the teachers or whatever um, walk you through the process because the best way to learn is actually doing. Do you know what I mean? So uh-huh. as, as we walk people through the process, this is an exchange. This is the difference between a centralised exchange and a decentralised exchange and explain the difference. This is how you KYC, know your customer. This is how you upload. This is how you open up a wallet. This is what a wallet means. This is how you press the big green button and buy it. This is the difference between a market order and a limit order. Yeah, that means you learn and the process, but you're doing that practically already, yeah? You're you're actually going through because we screen share and I'm going, okay, go to the left, click up here. This is what this means. And then everyone has different questions to be like, yeah, but does that mean that this happens? And you go, yes, sometimes it can, sometimes it can't, depending on your preference, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, And trying to get their head around what, the blockchain actually is is so much easier when you explain to them what a seed phrase is and the importance of it right because as as they're trying to understand it they're asking you questions and their their questions is them trying to understand it do you know what i mean now you can get on youtube and watch it and all that sort of stuff and spend hours on it and that's how i started you know um but you, you will spend 10, 12 hours on YouTube where someone can show you how to do it or everything that you've learned two hours and explain it to you in a way that you'll understand. Yeah. And that's what I like because I, I did the same with, for example, new platforms, new CRM, you know, and I was listening all these videos and you're going through, you know, the academy and you learn and you follow those steps. I couldn't do it. It's just something that I can't learn that way. I just couldn't get it. And well, I had the person afterwards. Yeah. To on, on Zoom showing me stuff and I said, look, but I have this set up, how that, you know, it's it's uh, colorating with the other thing. Like, I just yeah. wanted to understand probably the system, how that is connected, you know, like yeah. one item, item connected to second item. And when she was explaining me that from that perspective and showing me the screen, I was like, yeah, that's just so simple. That's exactly like that's, yeah. it, it just felt like I already know that it was so logic. Yep. And when you just learn from video and follow, and it's just hard when you can't ask questions, I guess. Yeah, big yeah. time. And, and most people only are using a small amount of the functionality of a platform anyway. Yeah, that's for, every for platform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you, you can spend a year and a half, two years working out how Excel spreadsheets work. But yeah. if, you, if you only need it for payroll and you only have three people on your payroll... You can have someone show you how to do that in half an exactly. hour. Exactly. That's know? just such a great metaphor for everything because yeah. I, that's the same. I was using my some yeah. of the platforms same way. I just used 20% of that. Yeah. But I didn't use the whole capacity and actually I didn't get, I guess, that reward, you know, what is actually platform offering. Yep. You, you just can't really experience that. That's right. You're not getting value out of it. Yeah. You're, not, you're not utilizing it for your personal needs, yeah. you know? And that's why people, that they have such different goals and, and different times and, and how much time they can spend in it. Um, that's why it kind of needs to be tailored because they're like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, I'm really scared of altcoins. I'd really, really just want to get into three or four. That's it. 
all right, cool. This is what you do. Da, 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 this is how it works. Uh, this is, I want to diversify. I, I want to uh, provide liquidity. I want to get a residual income. Okay, well, that's a different thing. You know what I mean? So off we go on that little path, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's individualizing something for someone and it's, it's worth the money to pay someone. I'm very, very good at not doing a lot of stuff because cool. I get people that are good Simple. at what I get good at people that are good at what they do yeah. to do stuff for me. I can learn how to do what Mr. Harlan over there does, right? <laughs> He's an absolute <laughs> genius guy, right? I can probably learn what he does and, and what he does for me, but it will take me three to six months to learn to do that. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. I, my time is better off elsewhere. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like I, I can learn how to service my, my car, righty? Um, but then I might make mistakes. I might order the wrong parts. I, I, <laughs> I might not do it because I run out of time. But this is why you, you have people in your life that, that, that have expertise and, and you work with them. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like we can't do everything, you know, every, like we can't be experts in everything and do everything by not ourselves. I thought I was really good at security on the computer and all that, right? I thought she thought I was all right. Um, but then I had a guy come in, one of the guys on the website. <laughs> and then shows you what, what is wrong. <laughs> and he's like, I've shown him, he's, he goes, you, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, I just did. And he goes, well, you, you can't anymore. Stop. You know? Yeah. And then he explained to me what I was doing wrong. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's quite an error. You know? Yeah. He's also an absolute, oh, he's just one of those people where he doesn't use a mouse. <laughs> he does everything by shortcut. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. just one of them people. <laughs> like, there's a mouse right there, bro. No, I don't need it. No, no, no. That's go. so great. But but it's such a great point when you think about it. It's awesome. That's that's why I will definitely work with you rather than just start a study and doing, you know, my research regarding the, the Bitcoin and try to find the right person and, and do that all, you know, for next few months. Yeah. Like, it's easy to speak with someone who knows and maybe speak with two, three people if people are not sure. Yeah. But yeah. I think just to create your own opinion, like, look, I'm really, you know, I'm great fit with this person. You know, I understand Brandon. Brandon understands me. I can speak fast. He knows what I want. And I will work with you. And I think that's that's the major thing that people don't understand that you were working years in that environment. You learn yeah. so many things on your own mistakes. And yeah. that's always what I explain. Like, like, why are you trying to coach your team when you can have coach coming from outside and he's six yeah. years studying just coaching and behavior and, and yeah. like, like behavior and thinking. That's the only thing that someone is studying for six years. It's like, come on, don't do it. Just get help. And, and that's the same in Bitcoin, in any kind of business and definitely service, car service. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, not I'm going there. <laughs> I said, like, it's like the furniture, like in this office and all that. Like I ordered it all and I went, can someone just come in and build it for me? They're like, oh, yeah, we have people like that. Cool. That's Happy best. Days, yeah. You know, <laughs> just, Happy... just please play. do. <laughs> I just want it to work. All right. Yeah. yeah. That oh, means when, okay, when we have people to start, like they made a decision, maybe they, uh, they, they're listening right now. And if they want to start, how they can contact you, where they can find you, what you will suggest, how, how we can navigate them a little bit. That means I will share your links and websites, but also if for people that are listening, can you just yeah. uh, let us know where they can find you and contact you? Pretty much it's just orangebrickroad.com. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Definitely. Uh, we will send people to your website. Uh, they can connect with you or other people if they want. 
And yeah, I would probably say before we finish, just one question. What do you think where the market is going? Like it's going to be growing, will be crazy or what do you think from your personal opinion or maybe research that you had done? Well, the past is normally an indicator of the future. So normally how market cycles work, they work four-year market cycles where you have one year a bear market, bear market means down, and then you have three years bull market, which means up. But the last 12 months, 18 months of them three years is normally when it goes up real quick, right? Because it's it's to do with adoption and that sort of stuff. We hit a bear market last May. So I imagine that start of the bull market will start around May. Okay. So cool. that means um, you can kind of predict what is happening, how how that is going in cycles. Yep. Because you can actually have a look and have a idea where to invest or how to invest, what to buy. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Or when to buy. Awesome. So, so now, although launching um, this service in a bear market seems weird, it's actually the perfect time to be buying. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. right. That's great. Yeah. And people can jump on board and buy. That's all. Yeah. 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 100%. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. If you have anything else, what you, what you would like to share at the end? I just don't want to just let you go. You know, I didn't ask this question. I usually ask that question. If we forget something, please just feel free to use this space and and really thank you for your time. Really value that. Yeah, 100%. 100%, sister. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, I like your work. I like what you're doing. You know, you're actually helping people and you're contributing. You know, you're not one of these people that are taking and, and keeping same to you (laughs) same to you we are all on the same board i think that's good and i think you know people they try to help are connecting and i realized that last few months is just even more it's amazing like i have so many amazing people and yeah let's uh, meet up on the next networking or session and uh, talk a little bit more thank you (laughs) cool mate thanks Too, too lovely